Let's get your book published. Sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Hi guys, Nicole Gabriel here. Happy New Year's Eve. Things just got a little crazy around here for me and I popped open a root beer kombucha and made a salad. I'm not much on traditional celebration for New Year's as I'm more about defining new goals and reflecting on past achievements. I always look back where I've been and forward to where I hope to go. I appreciate the quiet of this evening to set my goals. How about you? Talking about celebrations, what would it feel like to celebrate becoming an author in 2020? I know you're thinking about it. So let's talk about the obstacles that might be in your way and see if we can't unblock a few of them and get you going towards the completion of your book in 2020. So the statistics are pretty low for those that want to write a book and those that actually do. Did you know that the last stats I read said that near 80% of the population wants to write a book and that only 2% do? So are you willing to jump in with the 2%? What would it take? When I wrote my latest book, Let's Get Your Book Published, I did a few informal polls on social media asking who wanted to write a book and why they haven't. The responses were pretty similar. I was trying to gather enough information from wannabe authors to address the issues in my book. I am hopeful to get you over the threshold and through whatever the obstacles are that are holding you back. So what were the biggest issues keeping those I pulled back from becoming an author? They were money, time, the process is just confusing, I don't know how to organize my content. I'm not sure if I have enough worthwhile content. Would someone want to read it? I'm afraid people will judge me. These are all exactly the same issues I had, but I have now written multiple books. So what allowed me to get over the hurdles and become one of the 2%? I think it might be the same response for many new authors. I wanted it more than I didn't. We all have those little voices and nudges urging us to do the things we challenge ourselves with throughout our lives. The diet, the marathon, working out, getting married, moving, starting the new job, and yes, writing the book. The nudges to write finally superseded all the doubt. I crossed over. I studied yoga and all things metaphysical for many years. In fact, some of these experiences were even topics in my first two books. These practices had me understanding that everything is energy and eventually I have to tear down the obstacles and walls leading to all successes. Really, it's kind of the nature of all these practices anyhow, looking at what is standing in the way of us thriving. I found that my faith grew stronger as I began to put words to the pages. I learned that I was predestined to be an author and the words just began to flow through me the further I stepped into my faith. For me, this is how it worked. I gave into the flow, and before I became overtaken, I finished in just 10 days. I had written what would have amounted to a 400-page book. Wow! Now, I don't suspect it's this easy for everyone, and in fact, it felt a bit like, well, excuse the term, but like I was vomiting on the pages. 
It was just held in there for so long, it exploded out of me. You see, I was plagued with the idea I had to write a book for 10 years prior, and not a thing I could do would get that darn book out of me. The idea for my first book was generated from what I studied for years prior in my yoga. We were taught by our teacher that to master something was to teach it. I realized the book I would write would be educating or teaching others, reading it, about something I was experiencing. At this stage in my life, I was all about the mastery of self. What was I seeking? What did I wish to conquer or master? Of course, I wished to master myself. And what exactly does that mean? I broke it down a bit further. I was trying to understand my life's purpose or my truth. I realized that my truth was based on my experiences, and at this stage, that was really all I had to offer. As it would turn out, I've learned that this is all any one of us really has to offer, our truth. I realized that truth is based on what has been or continues to be what is true for me. I think this is a really great place to start. What experiences have you had that have taught you some level of mastery? What are you experienced in and how can you apply this to offer value to another? You've got to find the ways that this can be relatable to another and offer just a bit more than a story, a value. I'm going to break this down a bit further in the next podcast. I want to get you going on the development of your manuscript there. For now, let's talk about some of the obstacles I talked about earlier. Do these apply for you? Money. Money can be an issue that causes you to need to save and work through the phases of writing a book a bit slower, but it's not out of the question. You see, every one of these issues is figureoutable. Where is your focus? When you want this bad enough, it'll consume you and you'll find a way through all the obstacles. Time. You can shift your priorities around, and instead of watching TV or hanging out with friends, you can make the time to start writing. This is where coming up with a writing plan is a great idea. I show you how to do this in my online book publishing program. I also lay out all of the associated costs so you know how to budget accordingly. My program teaches you the process, so we've got you covered there. And I'm going to do the best I can to keep producing content in my blog, YouTube, and my podcast, so keep up with those. I'll begin walking you through the phases so you can get your manuscript started. Organizing your content is as simple as an outline. If you write chronologically or systematically, you can get quite a nice outline together to get yourself started. Think how each topic can become a chapter, then a training module, or even a speech. As far as the content for your book goes, I also teach all of this in my program, but to get you started, I want to have you lay out just 15 chapter headings. You're going to need about 3,000 words for each chapter, but don't let that overwhelm you now. Let's just stay high level here. If you're concerned whether or not people would read your book, I will tell you, you might be looking at this a bit backwards. So let's just change your thinking. Instead of asking who would or wouldn't read it, I'm going to default to my yoga training again. I had a wonderful teacher who was asked by a student how we choose the things that we teach in each class each week. He simply said that the right student will 
already resonate with you. So choose to work on the things that you need. In other words, write the book for yourself. Your readers will show up. It's inevitable. You represent every fiber of the content and they are already drawn to you. Now you just get to elaborate on who you are. Imagine everything you'd like everyone to know that you never get to say. Where are you seeking excellence? This is a great way to start. When I teach all things book, I always teach with the idea of making sure it's revenue generating. The more useful or relatable you make the content, the more valuable it'll become for your reader. You can also start by writing a blog and pulling the content off of the blog pieces, receiving the highest views or comments. This is a great indication, it's useful. Write with the idea of using the content for teaching, coaching, or speaking so that you've used your time well and the material is repurposable. And write with a mission statement in mind. Who is your audience? How are you serving them? Entertaining them? What is your end goal? Can you write to return a profit in not just book sales, but in booking engagements or selling services or morphing it into a training program? Okay, judgment. Ugh. Well, my friends, if you can't work yourself into confident, then I'd say to get there as quick as you can. You're about to voice your feelings about your topic. Not everyone is on your side. As long as you can write with kindness in mind and a value proposition upon its output, then you'll likely attract an open-minded reader. You are compelled to write for your why. So make sure that you are as equally clear on this. Why are you writing your book in the first place? If you're writing for fortune and fame, you won't get very far. But if you're writing to leverage the material for a greater quest, then you'll just have to get uber clear on the why before and as you write. So as we approach the wrap up of the show, I wanna task you with some homework. I want you to sit down and write out your value or mission statement for yourself and identify how a book fits into that. I want you to write out all the whys for writing and work through understanding or gaining clarity on how to represent those in the book. I want you to identify just 15 chapter headings for your chapters. This can be chronological, alphabetical, numerical, systematic. It can also correspond to training modules or speeches. These can even be a theme or subsets of the title. This should keep you pretty busy for a while. We will walk through this in the next podcast and we'll get you going on creating the manuscript. Okay, guys, I've filled your head with a bunch and left you with some homework too. So much more to say, but we're out of time for now. I'm wishing you peace, love, and light as you begin to close out the year. Wouldn't it be exciting to become an author in 2020? Keep up and check in again for more to come. I'd love to help you manifest your goal of becoming an author in 2020. Be safe out there and Happy New Year. Check out our online book publishing program. Join our email list or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.